1: Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Hello and welcome to the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. You're with me, Johnny Burrow, and of course the guys from the Back of the Nest podcast. It is James Howard and Mitch Thomas. And we've got to start, gents, with some quite frustrating news. We've heard all of these glorious plans for the redevelopment of Selhurst Park. We can already hear the sighs because it's not going to be happening in the foreseeable future no
3: it's just the same every season isn't it um we're hoping that this money's been put aside and it, it apparently it has and then we've got problems with where we're going to what we're going to do we're going to develop the stadium but now we've got problems with the Croydon council agreeing to um certain issues around the planning um i believe i've just had a uh, chris who's one of our own guys here who's just uh, suggested it's got more to do with the infrastructure on public transport that uh, Crystal Palace have to get involved in and support so that could cost uh, a little bit of money and to, to, to prepare.
0: So is that because we're hearing that the potential redevelopment would increase the capacity of Selhurst Park from 26,000 to more than 34,000. Obviously more people through the door means more people on the tube, on the trams, on the overgrounds and the infrastructure has to be there. Mitch you're not looking convinced.
4: Um I'm gonna be radical here. I I I'm, it's good news to me. I think we should move back to the National Stadium. The longer it goes on the better. I just think I don't I don't like Sellers Park, to be honest. I think we should go back to where we started. Um share the stadium the National Stadium with Sport England, put in underground infrastructure through from Victoria right through to Croydon. Uh, that will get round the problem of moving people around London to get to the stadium. If they put an underground station underneath the sports centre, teams from Northern England and everywhere else can get there uh, reasonably quickly. From Southern England, uh, Southern England, they can get to Croydon. I'm sorry, I'm not bothered one bit, one bit in the slightest.
3: I think that that's a good point, Mitch. But we, we, they have. Looked into that situation a few years ago, and and I know there was a possibility of um, ground sharing or, or or Tottenham paying for for the um, Tottenham uh, before they went for their stadium. Um, but I believe that um, there was too many um, bureaucracy. Bureaucrat... Well,
4: we're hitting the same bureaucratic problem where they are actually quibbling about what Palace are going to give to the community and what sort of commitment they're going to have and so on if they can share the stadium with Sport England and actually have a, 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 an all-purpose sports facility there that the public can use as well as the football club um, <sighs> You know, I, it, it, to me, it's the same problem. All right, I know Bromley are quibbling about the moving back to the, the National Stadium, but Croydon aren't really making it any easier, are they? It's the same problem. So, I, I don't know. It is a difficult uh, one. <laughs> it, it's difficult.
3: And I know I know personally, because my, you know, Johnny, my daughter swims, and she swims for Bromley, and uh, Crystal Palace, the National Sports Stadium, which Mitch is obviously talking about, hmm. they are losing a lot of money every Thank year. Thank you very much. And they are worried <laughs> about it. And it just seems that, well, why not get the two councils together and just say look hold on a second but this is losing money it's an old stadium needs to be developed we've got a great football team in the premier league let's all get together and get this to to work but unfortunately it's it just doesn't happen it's a sort of a stalemate really
0: well one big reason why those plans that were announced in january 2011 to move back to the national sports center haven't quite worked is because of opposition from local residents. If people who are living around the ground aren't up for it, is it ever really going to work? Well, that, it's really difficult.
3: Uh, Liverpool uh, had the same problem uh, building, rebuilding one of their stands, and they had to wait, I believe, until the last couple of uh, residents moved, and um, it just took forever for them to do it, and that was just one stand. I, I, I don't know I think if if there's something as important as this you know where you've got a, a football stadium and a national sp- athletic stadium uh with sure. all the facilities that go with it surely you know there's got to be a way where we can you consolidate know, and, and and convince yeah. people that this is this is going to be mm. good for the economy it's going to be good for the community yeah we can heavily invest in transport mm-hmm. links um, we're We've got a Crystal Palace club actually playing in Crystal Palace, yeah, which is nice, what you said, Mitch. Yeah. Um, And After everyone that knows years. Crystal Palace, there is massive scope there's a good park car park there there's a train station right on site yep. um bus terminus you it, know it, it's, it, it's a shame it it, i just find it a shame and and, and yeah you're right the longer it, it seems to stall at selhurst i wonder whether this is going to crop up again really
0: Mitch you're obviously not keen on selhurst park as a home you would no. advocate a return to that national Absolutely. sports center for you If and when this redevelopment of Selhurst Park does take place, Mm -hmm. would that be bad news? Because it would make it seem almost definite that the club will be there for the foreseeable future.
4: Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't say bad. It's just probably quite inevitable for the reasons we've discussed without sort of chewing over it too much. But... uh, that's my preference at the end of the day. But if, if it's Selhurst Park we redevelop, then we redevelop Selhurst Park.
0: What, what's the broader view amongst the fans? Because of course, Palace have a reputation for creating sensational atmospheres, for being a great fan base. But how does that fan base view Selhurst Park?
3: I think that, you know whether it's selhurst park or, or crystal palace uh, as in the state national stadium it's it's in the area i don't think the fans are keen on on having a stadium which is out of town and mm. to be quite honest with you i don't know where they'd find somewhere it would be quite a long way out of town if we did find a space to do that um i do you know? What, I'll tell you something from a from a, a an opposition fans' point of view. I've had a lot of fans that have come up to me and said, Do "You know, what? we really like Crystal Palace because it's a proper old-fashioned stadium, mm. good atmosphere. It's got you know residential housing around three sides of the stands. It's got uh, you know everyone sort of you know, they've got enough enough stations and uh, they like it. Um, and maybe." developing the the stand is is going to be the way it's going to go and it, it,
4: it, it
3: but there will be a limit you know we go we, we extend to 35,000 but then what what's next what's the point
4: all that money just for what another 6 7 8,000 capacity
3: hmm <sighs> it's a difficult one but yeah. um our, going back to the original point is uh, it's keeps stalling and you know we're supposed to have had this the money that's earmarked for it which is yeah questionably is probably still there and available but you know, when is it actually going to happen? Is it going to happen? Um, it, frankly, I find it quite embarrassing going into Crystal Palace ground sometimes because you know I watch in the Arthur Wait stand, and it, it's it's an yeah, old do, stand, yeah. and the main stand is is old as well. You know where the directors are, and and it it. it
4: it, it's older, mate. It, it, like, something,
3: if we're going to stay in the Premiership, and now we know we're going to do it here, we've got a five-year review going on here because we've been in the Premier League for five years. We've still got two stands that, that are very, yeah. very dated. And the seating, you know, you know seating is terrible, isn't it? I mean, there's not much leg room.
0: But isn't that uh, well, precisely an argument for redevelopment, where if actually the club are going to stay there, then you can sort things out like leg room, like the comfort of the chairs, yeah. not just the capacity.
4: Yeah, good idea to fill in the corners as well. That'd be great. Idea. <laughs> Let me know. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, if that's our only option, then that's what we got to do.
3: Well, something, it's got to happen. Um, but I think once you start going down that road, then there's going to be the other stand that needs to be developed, the corners, yeah. as you say. And mm. I, yeah, I, I could see Mitch's point why he's not happy about Developing sellers part, but if there's no other option, what else can you yeah. do?
4: And the White Horse end, I mean, psh, I remember going there when it was standing, and it, you know, we, when when you've seen the stadium when it's got like 50,000 in it, like 89 or whenever, and before 48,000 for FA Cup games against Chelsea and whatnot back in the early 70s. This game from 26 to 34,000, what a waste of time. Sorry, I, I, I'm just. Not impressed.
3: Well, they say that it's going to cost a hundred million, but it's going for eight thousand extra funds But what wow. you find is that a lot of the places <sighs> are going to be going to corporate hospitality, and that's where the income comes from these days. The prawn Brilliant. prawn sandwich brigade, mate. That's where the money Brilliant. is. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Make to amend, eh? Make to amend. Perhaps Solution. not not a massive amount of positivity about a
0: potential Selhurst Park redevelopment here on the Crystal Palace Fan Show. I suspect it's one that's going to run and run. It's a consistent talking point. And one thing that has been consistent, at least for the past five years, is Premier League football at Selhurst Park. Coming up, it's time to review of that period since the last promotion. Where are the highs? Where were the lows?
4: This is Love Sport.
0: It's the Crystal Palace fan show here on Love Sport Radio, and it is that time in the show where we turn our attention to potential Palace transfers. We're going to have to start with a potential exit from Selhurst Park. We see seeing links between Andros Townsend and Leicester. There's suggestions of a £14 million pound fee, but surely he would cost more than that.
3: I would have hoped it cost more than that. I, I I don't think we'd sell him and I unless it's somewhere close to twenty or twenty five million. Yeah, yeah. And I did see some uh reports in the media that suggested that we were looking at twenty five if we were to sell him. Um but I also saw some tweets of some from Leicester Leicester fans and they're not impressed at all. They're saying look all this money we got from Mares, we're <laughs> we gonna get Townsend. They think he's inconsistent. That was their comments. They just think no nope, yeah, he can play well, exceptionally well yeah. on his Still, day. Scores the odd wonder goal. Too inconsistent. Yeah.
4: Goal of the season. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but but the thing is, Plug. what did Mares go for? Was it
3: seventy million?
4: Sixty six. I think. Yeah.
3: So you know, if you want a consistent player mm, yeah. like Mares, spend or, the money. Or if Townsend is going to play like Mares every week then yeah. you've sorry Leicester but you've got to pay 60-70 million
0: in terms of Palace turning around and signing players of their own and I think by the way we have to be honest that 60 or 70 million for Andros Townsend is a it's farcical gonna... amount of money <laughs> Absolutely. and you know that it's farcical and it is worth that to us even, <laughs> no. even in the scale of no, Palace right. thinking that Zaha's 100 mil come on not on Townsend. I think there is a point there about the £14 million fee where we are actually at a point with the homegrown rules and so on that basically if a player is English, counts as homegrown and is an England international, £15 million is your starting point. Thank we you. start from there and we move forward. Yes. But I think twenty-five is probably fair. Might yeah. be top end a bit.
3: But, end. You know, <laughs> you know we, don't, we don't need to sell him. So uh you know we can we can say look you know we're not going to sell him unless you're going to pay us 25 million. It's a bit like Luka Milivojevic really. It's it's one of those it's... where yeah, you know there is a price um but you're going to need to but I think I think uh, four, 14 million is,
4: is is far too low for
3: mm. someone of an exit an England international.
4: Absolutely. And also it comes back to my point earlier he's one of the players we should be building the squad and the team around. So hold on to him whatever yes. you can.
3: Absolutely. You know what? He was inconsistent. I'll give that to the Leicester fans. But this season, I think people were saying that they were his, potentially his second or even third choice of player of the season. Mm. So if people are saying that, obviously they've observed him and thought, you know what? He's He's been much more consistent. And I, I would so. I would this have season, said, you know, definitely. my, my per, 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 personally, I probably would have gone, uh, you know, Araman Bazaka, Will Zaha and possibly Townsend third because yeah he has been consistent and he's done really well
0: let's let's have a think as well about who the club could get in and i want to begin this conversation by asking should palace invest and spend a fair bit of money on a couple of players do you trust the recruitment team do you look at the signings for example alexander (laughs) sauleth and think yeah if we spend a lot of money that money is going to go in the right places
3: i think the people behind the recruitment Recruitment have possibly been moved on. Uh, <laughs> so I'd hope so. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I would like to think that we would be a lot more careful now yeah. going out and spending money on players, especially from abroad. Right. Because, and I'll say this all the time, but not only are you buying a player that you probably haven't really observed. Uh, in your own country, because I feel it takes a player wherever they come from outside of England oh, a season, I, I to to season to get used to get used to things. I think
4: you've got to look at Milinkovic. Yeah, he um, he was captain of Olympiarkos, was it? Yeah, that we got him from. I mean, if they're from an established team in Europe that play consistently in Europe that you can observe, I think we've done well with Mila Hojlovic. Okay, you can talk about Solov, that's the other side of the coin. There are going to be a few hits and misses, but I think as long as we're looking at players uh, in established league teams, in teams that probably regularly play in Europe... Well, you, you are getting a chance to observe these players. I don't think we're going to go too madly wrong. No,
3: that was a good... Obviously, that was a very good buy. Yes. And there was another player um, before him, Mili Jedanak. Yes. Uh, who also was a particularly good buy. Yes. But both those players mm-hmm. arguably took a season to bed in. I remember right. uh, Luca's first season and he didn't... Yeah. He wasn't consistent. He wasn't playing every week. Right. And I do remember a few misplaced passes and and a little bit of slips here and there. And I thought, mm, you know, but, but it, it took him as. And to be that's fair, right, yeah. he's a regular now, consistent yes. last season or so.
4: Um, Does that mean Max Meyer will come good?
3: Well, I've said that. I think
4: he will next season. That, that's I'm that's hoping the, he will. Yeah. Is, and he could be our. Moment, pen- I'm hoping he would
3: be our creative midfielder that you say we need. Yeah. Because he 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 has got the skill um, and the pedigree that that uh, we need to open up and unlock defences at home.
4: Yes.
0: In terms of other players who are being linked with a move to the club, let me throw some names at you: Jack Butland of Stoke City and, of course, England. You'd have him, surely. Yes.
4: Now that uh, 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 Speroni Speroni's left our our shores. Um, yeah, that, that that again. That enhances the squad. He's a pedigree player. I've got no problem with that.
0: Adrian, as an alternative, just released by West Ham, coming in as a backup. No, why not?
4: Because Jack Butland's better. Okay, but if you <laughs> if if you if
0: we accept that Adrian will be a free and Jack Butland would be fifteen twenty million quid. Still, at Jack Butland. Still, Jack Butland. Still, Jack Butland. And would you envision him He's coming British in a, as well. First choice.
3: I think if you're that, spending that sort of money. You can't put someone on the bench. I think if you're going to get someone like Jack Butland, then you're Mm -hmm. probably looking at letting someone go. I think Mm -hmm. they would seriously be looking at letting maybe Hennessy go. Yeah for a price okay.
0: as long as he doesn't move to Germany we'll be fine (laughs) Uh, Germany will be fine they're they're being linked (laughs) with a few more English (laughs) talent John Joe Kenny a highly rated young Everton fullback he'd be coming in on loan also being linked with Reese James the Chelsea youngster who's been very impressive on loan at Wigan I don't think James will Mm. go because if Chelsea have this transfer ban I think they'll be looking to use him but on John Joe Kenny would he provide a bit of depth at fullback
3: well, we need someone Constantly. at back, don't we? You know, yeah, we need cover it's a there. One. We've, we've struggled on, especially on the left side. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's PVA does a job, but he's he's sometimes you know lacking, and I think he needs some good competition.
4: He does, but I think partly because of the tactics, I think he's targeted by other teams because they know Zaha plays wide on left and pushes up. Um, I think teams are targeting him.
3: But it, clearly, the club are looking at players that we can get in on mm-hmm. loan because we can't afford to spend that much money. Um, I think there's, I think arguably there could be one big signing that we could we could go for over the summer, unless unless we were to sell somebody like uh, Townsend or or Luka Milivojevic for some decent money. I think there'll be one big signing, and then I think we will probably get a couple of loan players in and a, maybe a free transfer.
0: Talking Europe, of yeah. loans, Harry Wilson is being linked with a loan move from Liverpool. I think he'd be a fantastic signing. He looked really exciting at Derby, looked every bit the Premier League player. No. He could add some depth out wide.
4: Possibly. Yeah, we
3: need... I mean, any, I'm really all for the younger players. Um, I think that we shouldn't go into the market and pay top dollar for
0: somebody that's
3: getting Uh, to be over the hill yeah. but there's a
0: risk the other way isn't there so you're being linked with Jack Clark of Leeds he's an 18 year old winger Spurs have been in for him as well if reports Mm. are to be believed Spurs have already had a £12 million bid rejected Mm. he clearly must have something but equally he's played 22 games in the championship he's scored 2 goals can you afford to take that particular punt to the tune of 20 odd million he's young but is he ready I don't think we can
4: no, I don't. Well, you know, based on what sure. James has been saying, you know, um, that's 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 going to dilute the big signing, isn't it? Whoever the big signing is, yeah. who are you thinking in terms of in terms of big signing? Batch- what were
3: well,
4: you saying? Y-
3: yeah, I mean, clearly we but, need to get. But Chelsea, Batch-wise they've got this
0: transfer in.
4: embargo. Holding, you know, but Chelsea heads, don't
0: you know? like Batchwi. I think yeah. if Chelsea get that transfer ban, the striker who's going to be brought back into that fold yeah. is not going to be Batchwi. I think it'll be Tammy, Tammy Abraham. Abraham. Because yeah. particularly if Sari stays, yes. Sari is going to absolutely stick with Higuain as his number one because right. he's his man. If Giroud stays, which he will yes. if there is the transfer ban, then he will be number two. He's scored yes. 11 goals in the Europa League. It's quite Can't hard argue to with argue that, with. Yeah. So I don't think they'll be looking to bring in a senior player. And if Palace were to say, listen, he's 25, 35 million quid, I think Batshuayi could go.
4: So yeah, that why, could be our marquee sign. Yeah, why think? not? Yeah, why I, not? Why,
3: absolutely. Because, you know, he's shown uh, he knows what to do in front of the goal um, once he's got the supply. Um, and, yeah, I mean, obviously, we, first half of the season, we were missing somebody that was putting the ball in the back of the net.
4: Right. If, if not uh, Batshuayi, what about Lorente at Tottenham that they're going to release? But that um, ties in with James's argument, yeah. doesn't it? If mm. He's 33, 34. So, two years out of him.
3: Uh yeah. I, well, by the time you, you pay for it. Well, yeah. I'd rather invest in, in, in the youth or someone that's already been with us on, as a loan player. I think we're, we're risking it otherwise. And going back to sort of picking out these championship players and maybe paying 10, 20 million for them, mm-hmm. they've only proved themselves in a championship. You know, why can't we start looking at other players from our academy? uh oh, Be-
4: well, that's because, a big argument. Well, know, that,
3: Roy doesn't trust them. I Why not? Aaron Saka did fine. That
4: was a freak situation. They had no choice. They threw what him in that, and it that, came good. That
3: youngster that played in the last game of the season, he came on. It's really good touches. Yeah,
4: but. <laughs> I think they need to start bedding yeah, in the Yeah, But a few Bournemouth of these guys. were on the beach, weren't they? We were on the beach. That last game, again, I think that's very misleading. The last game of the season. Nobody's got anything to play for. Nice sunny Saturday, <laughs> end of the season. Lovely, jubbly, five three, great. Everybody goes. I'm happy. Part of the yeah, of it wasn't. <laughs> it, it, come on, it wasn't real. Uh, oh, you know, oh, we're deluding ourselves. Well, so forget I get that. We got to keep. You know. We got to try these players. I think.
3: Yeah, there's no point in having an academy otherwise.
0: Here's a name for your marquee signing, Alexander Mitrovic. He has been linked. He scored goals for Fulham, he although has. he was at the bottom of the table in the Premier League for chances to chances converted. So not perhaps clinical. But he does score goals. You mean he
4: was below Benteke?
0: He was below Benteke. <laughs>
4: How? How did that happen? How? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I,
3: I watched him closely in the World Cup and I wasn't particularly impressed. I didn't think he had a He had a world. very bad World Cup, yeah. I have to
0: say. I, I actually uh, had had a disagreement with a Newcastle supporting yeah. friend because a lot of Newcastle fans love him. Yes. And he said, listen, any money, Mitrovic scores more than four. And I said, you watch... He is so inconsistent. In that game against Switzerland, he should have had five. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. No, not a chance. Can't finish. But he does actually score. He's not consistent in front of goal. But he was getting so many chances at Fulham, he would fit the wide men at Palace. And he does give you that robust forward option. This is it. I
4: I, I think (laughs) anybody that can play 30 games a season up front for us, I you know. don't know. Mitrovic, <laughs> <I'm>
3: just... Mitrovic <laughs> it's, it's... sounds like another Ben Teke and another Andy Carroll. You need to feed them. And yes. all they're going to do is they're going to hang around the penalty spot and they're going to want balls pumped into them because they're mm. big, tall, hefty guys, the three of them. People have said, what we we'll we go for Andy Carroll? not interested. Ben Teke. No,
4: no absolutely they, not.
3: We, 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 Roy one of those. We're not playing that system. Roy doesn't play the wide players out that wide and crosses in all the time so i don't think he'd be our type of player to be honest with you i think we need to really really stick with bats wide if we can get him
0: mm. well, if could... we can get him yeah that's the trouble it is a big if and there could by the way be some bargains not just in the striking department but across the park mm. coming mm. up let's have a look at some of europe's hottest free agents and see if any of them might fit the bill this is Love Sport. You're listening to the Crystal Palace fan show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and James Howard and Mitch Thomas of Back of the Nest. And we're talking potential free transfers. Who could come in to Palace? Where is there a gap? Where could it be filled effectively but on the cheap? Of course, that consistent positional pop problem for the Eagles is up front. And I'm going to throw you a curveball, gents. Mm. Uh. Mario Balotelli oh
3: please (laughs) yes or no (laughs) (laughs) is he a free trial he's been
0: scoring goals for Marseille he scored goals before that for Nice in Ligue 1 he's gonna be available he's not the most straightforward (laughs) character Mitch is virtually growling at just the idea would you have him
3: you're tempted aren't you he scored I, a goal I, uh, with his I shoulder. Actually, uh,
4: I actually like Mario Balotelli. Um Much maligned. Probably for good reasons. Uh, no. Why not? We don't need the grief. <laughs> yeah, fair <End> enough. Of-
0: <laughs> don't need the fireworks. Uh, James, would you share that view?
3: Well, I would. Um, uh, clearly, he is an exceptionally good player on his day.
4: On his day, exactly.
3: And for certain clubs, he's done particularly well. But he does have... uh, A tendency to go into meltdown. ...terrible side to him, which uh, will... Possibly poison the rest of the team. Yeah. Um, well,
0: he does, but let's have a look at his last few seasons. So this year, important to note, he only played half of it because he wasn't. Well, he only scored in half of it. Terrible for Nice in the first half. No goals in ten. Went to Marseille. Got eight in twelve. Uh, the year before that, eighteen in twenty-eight for Nice. The year before that, fifteen in twenty-three. But if we go back further, further, one in twenty for Milan. One in sixteen for Liverpool. 14-30 in for Milan, 12-13 in for Milan. Now, what those figures suggest to me is that if you get it right, if you manage him properly on and off the pitch and you can keep him happy, which I appreciate is clearly not straightforward, you would bag yourself a top goal scorer. The question is how on earth you can be expected to do that.
3: Yeah, I think that possibly <laughs> one of the clubs that could do it is Crystal Palace because we've got a manager that I think you know, he's a senior statesman, or Roy, and he'll put his arm around his shoulder. He'll have a heart attack. He may do, but then again, <laughs> Mario might think think twice about giving him grief because he knows he might have a heart attack. Um, but also, we have a fantastic set of fans who, if you get a player that kicks it off, you know, straight away, uh, he will be adored. Um, and it could work really well, but it is particularly high risk.
4: It'd be love-hate.
3: Um Yeah, do you know what, I'm 50-50 about it really. I wouldn't be my first choice, for sure. No. No. But if we were so desperate (laughs) and he was available, then then I'd probably have a punt. yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, another position where Mm -hmm. you perhaps need strengthening is, as we've established, in that creative midfield role. Whether or not Max Meyer comes good, an Mm -hmm. addition in there wouldn't go amiss. Let me throw you another talented footballer Mm -hmm. who has been playing in the French League who does perhaps have a bit of an attitude problem. (laughs) (laughs) Not another one. Not Not another another one. Hatem Ben Arfa. Ah, yeah. He's yeah, been yeah, very yeah. good for yeah. Ren. Yes. He was very good for Nice. He yeah. didn't play at all at PSG. When he can be bothered, he's fantastic. Let's not forget, this was a guy who, as a kid, no, was no. tipped as the next Zidane, but he hasn't been consistent. He's one of football's nearly men. But again, if you can unlock that potential... He could really offer you something you don't have. He could operate off the right, cutting in onto his left foot. You could play him at 10, picking up those little pockets of space behind a Ben Teke. Is he worth the risk? He was at Newcastle, wasn't That's he? That's what I was He yeah. scored that sensational goal um, against Bolton, where he ran the yeah. entire team. Oh,
3: yeah, yes. I, I remember. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he is a very good player. You're, you're spot on there. And I, I do recall uh, seeing him, and I know there were problems when he left um England went abroad. On talent, same as Balotelli, definitely, definitely would take him on. That's he's a free Less try.
0: problematic than Balotelli as yeah. well off the pitch. Yeah. Not hard. But, but uh, <laughs> if how old is he now, do we know? He's w well, if not thirty, thirty one. Yeah, so he, he's he's twilight years. He could
3: be losing his pace a bit. I I'm, I'm not thirty two. I'll be years, honest so with you I'll be honest with you, I'm not that keen on players at that 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 age. <laughs> Uh, bringing them in to be honest but on not, a three not in that position
4: one not in that deal. position no legs. I, I think I'd pass I, I, on that I've got concern about the legs yeah but, I'd, um, I'd pass on that
0: one Well, if you want someone younger who can operate in that position and is a real personal favourite of mine, this is a player who I've watched for years playing in Portugal and just thought, why on earth are no English teams having a proper look at him? Yassine Brahimi, who is an Algerian winger Mm -hmm. slash 10 operating for Porto. He's been a key member of that team for years. He's going to be available on a free. And how old is he now? He's twenty nine. Wolves are interested. Everton are interested. West yeah, Ham are interested. No this is a guy who's played Champions League football. I remember watching him play against Arsenal, what, ten years ago and just thinking, You are spectacular.
4: I think Someone's I'm a lot happier with that for the reasons I was discussing before that he's Who's been been observed. Him go, then? Porter. Porter. And and what He's played to- Champions League. Yeah. He's proven in the top leagues. Winger. Yeah. Well, or 10.
3: Could be like a Lombardo. Mm. I mean, I'm
0: here. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of 10s <laughs> knocking around. Alan Jagoyev, who of course rose to prominence, what, 10 years ago in the Euros as a star for Russia. He's available.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in. Order now on the McDonald's app.
0: Well, these these are all people who could play as a winger or could play as a 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Juan Mata.
3: Yeah.
4: I don't think
0: he'll come
3: to us, to be honest.
4: Sammy Nasri. I would, no. Mata, yes.
0: Nasri, no. Iron Robin as a last one.
4: No. He's <laughs> no. getting on he, a bit now, he's isn't He's a winger. He's, no, he's <laughs> not a 10.
0: All right, I'll offer you a real finale of a striker. I'll offer you two. They're both called Danny Sturridge and Wilbeck. No. no. Well, that was easy. Cool. <laughs> Coming up, <laughs> Wilfred Zaha. <No. laughs> I'm asking again, is he staying? This is Love Sport. You are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and the guys from Back of the Nest. And we keep talking about him. It's Wilfred Zaha. Is he staying? Is he going? I know, James, you're of the opinion that he wouldn't go to Arsenal because they're not playing Champions League football next year. Let me put my cards on the table and say that I think that that's total nonsense.
3: What, you think they are going to be playing Champions League
0: football? No, I'm willing to admit that they won't be. But I think they would still represent quite an appealing prospect for Zaha.
4: Why? Yeah, exactly.
0: Because they would give him a pay rise. He'd be playing Europa League. He was an Arsenal fan as a lad. He'd be playing in a team with better players around him. No? Really? Yes, come on. What's Fifth the in the table in the as game? against thirteen. <laughs>
3: look, okay. look, He's already on X amount of millions, yeah? Yeah. Per year. so he, That doesn't
4: mean he won't want more. <sighs> yeah, he wants to stay in London. He doesn't
3: it? need any more money. Uh, he's loved at Palace. Um, I think that if... That's why I say if you're in the Champions League, maybe, but you're not. And I think, unfortunately, you've missed the He boat missed the, on the that boat one.
4: with Arsenal. He should have gone to Arsenal instead of Manchester United when he originally went, when Wenger, Wenger was there. And he'd have got the chance. Yes, got more and he would have got, got more game time and he would have been developed more. I think Arsenal in transition, I don't think it's a good time for him to go to Arsenal. Do you see him going anywhere? Yeah. Chelsea, if they sell Hazard. And if they're not, there's banned. automatic replacement. And if they're not bad, do you think he's good enough to step into Hazard? Absolutely, shit? straight away. Yes, thirty-one
0: goal contributions last year for the Belgian.
4: Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's. He, 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 I, I would actually say he's a better dribbler than Hazard. And that, yeah, I know that's, that's a lot a to shout. say, but I know it's a shout. But I, I actually absolutely believe in him. Do you subscribe uh, if, to that, James? I, I,
3: I think that. Zaha brings to the table different things that that Hazard does, and yeah, I think you can say that they're both up there and both really, really good players. Um, Hazard, you see, the thing is, you say yeah, Hazard scored you know X amount of goals more than Zaha, but he's in Hazard is supposedly in a better team, surrounded by better quality exactly. players. If you put Zaha in a team which is he's surrounded by better players, uh, then you know, quite clearly, Zaha could score 20 goals and double what he did this season. Uh, he will do things that Hazard doesn't, um, and Hazard does things that probably Zaha doesn't. And they are slightly different players. Um, but I definitely think that he he could... he I think he could replace Hazard. I think they're not going to get um, uh, the, 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 exactly the same type of player, but I, I certainly think that... Uh, they, they well who's could...
4: the closest fit in the league to who anywhere who's the closest fit to hazard as a replacement
0: well, I mean, if you looked at other teams who wouldn't sell to Chelsea, you could say the likes of Mane, Sane. i
3: I think mm, we're str- i think we're struggling no. we're struggling with with players that that i I can see where you're coming from with hazard um but I don't know. I, You know, he's not going to... Hazard goes, they're talking about, what, £130 million.
0: I think it'll be nearer the 100 mark because bear okay. in mind his contract expires in a year. Yeah, so
3: so, so if he goes... I mean, I don't think you... I, I'm not so sure that... I think to get... To, for Mitch's argument to be right, I think we need to see... You would want to see Zaha playing for a team in the top five... Yeah. And say to you, yep, I told this time next year you could say, I told you, James Johnny, that he was as good as Hazard. I think yeah. at this point in time we cannot make we cannot confirm that. We think he is. Yeah. Or we think we've got the potential to, to, to get the ground running and do particularly well. Do
0: you think he's good enough at finishing? I mean I I'm I'm close to taking your point about the dribbling, but to me he just doesn't seem to be clinical enough.
4: What do you reckon? Yeah, yes. However, on the point that James made, when you are playing in a team with better players, you know better movement, better passing, better opportunities for him created. I think you know he's he's, he's going to score more. He's having to create his own goals in most cases. I think he'll he be. Now. I think he'll be more
3: creative uh, than possibly Hazard is.
4: Um, you think? Yes. He's sorry, involved. sorry.
0: Hang on a minute. You honestly believe that Wilfred uh, Zahara is going yes. to be more creative than Eden Hazard? Well, as
4: I, creative, at least. I. Yes. I, I, I
3: agree with. I, I completely agree with you about scoring <coughs> goals, and Hazard will score more goals and has done. But creative wise, Hazard um, got
0: the most assists in the Premier League. This yeah,
3: I, yeah, but he's in a. Supposedly, better team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but so you think if Zaha goes into this Chelsea team, we're looking at 16 assists? Easily. Easily? Yeah. Breaking 20? Possibly. <sighs> so, is, is this the case? Do you think then, as Palace fans, because I'm honestly, I'm not so much disagreeing as genuinely impressed by the degree of faith you have in this guy. Do you and other Palace fans think that? Zaha is someone who is criminally underrated by the rest of the Premier League because when I look at him I see a very, very good player I don't see a top No,
4: he's not underrated because uh, you watch every game he plays he has two, three, four players around him they employ the cage around him um one thing I'd like to see him do a bit quicker is release the ball as they're applying the cage and take out three or four of the opposition team. But he doesn't However, release the ball. No, but and there's, but, reasons there's for that. yeah and that is because our teams are not make our, our players are not making the right runs for or him or
3: they're losing possession like Benteke. He doesn't yes.
4: he, the last game at home
3: I could see he didn't want to pass to Benteke because right. he knows he's going to they're going to lose the possession. This
4: is it. So so he's... he's. I'll tell you what, Johnny... And that's why James is right. If he, he got, Teams like Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City... They look down given, on us and think that given game it's time, Palace, that's the only thing. He's got to go somewhere he's going to get game time. If he doesn't yeah. get game time, then don't bother. He's wasting his time.
0: Mm. So the biggest question of all then, whether or not he's going to get game time, whether it would be Arsenal, whether it would even be Chelsea... Do you think he's going anywhere?
4: 50/50. Are I we talking really millions <laughs> or
0: <laughs> <laughs> unlikely? I
3: th- I think we'll have him for one more season one
0: more year and that of course leads us back to we started in mitch's point that what palace have to do at this crucial point in their development is build yes hang on to those key men for a year or two it's critical be brave in this transfer window it might mean mario balotelli that might be Uh... more stupid (laughs) than it is courageous but either way something (coughs) has got to happen and you will have to join us next week on the crystal palace fan show
1: Thanks for downloading this podcast from
0: Lovesport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Lovesport Radio on Twitter.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to
2: go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order mcdelivery now on the mcdonald's app you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the
1: talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans